Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode four of Globe Hopping. This week, I'm joined by Jenny, one half of our affiliate sponsors, TravelingForLife.com. We talk about our recent trip to Astral Harvest, which is a music festival here in Alberta. It's just northern Alberta up by Slave Lake. Unfortunately, our good friend Brendan was unable to join us for this interview, so it's just me and Jenny talking about our trip to Astral Harvest. As always, if you would like to support the show, please visit fsproductions.squarespace.com. There's multiple ways that you can support the show on that website. Even just by visiting the website, you are kind of supporting the show. So so please visit and tell all of your friends to visit as well. Um, you can also support the show by leaving reviews and rating the podcasts on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, anywhere where you really listen to the podcasts. It just helps with visibility and everything to get the show out to as many people as possible. This is a really cool interview, so I don't want to hold you guys up too long. Uh, so without further ado, I present to you episode four of Glow Popping. Enjoy. This is Low Hopping with Froggy Style and Biggie. So this is take two of <laughs> <laughs> this episode of Globe Hopping. <laughs> so we have we are joined here by Jenny. Hello. Jenny is co-founder of the website TravelingForLife.com. Um, she has written many articles on there um, and is the focus of a lot of articles as well. Um, if you've listened to any of the podcasts before, you know that they are pretty much the reason I'm even doing this thing. So, <laughs> Well, that's lovely to hear. Uh, yes. Um, and recently, me and Jenny went to Astral Harvest which is a music festival in Canada. It's up by Slave Lake. It was a really lovely time. Beautiful experience. And (laughs) again, we're going to have Jenny tell you about her experience there. (laughs) Yes, I will. Um, All right. Well, I'll start from the start. Uh, We got there late night Wednesday. We left after work, of course, after waiting for our lovely tardy friend tom oh yeah uh we should just call him tardy tom we should call him tardy tom because i don't think he's ever been on time (laughs) no i don't think so either at all so anyways he was supposed to be at our house at 7 30 and he arrived at uh like 8 45 and (laughs) which made us arrive at um, astral harvest music and arts festival at 4 a.m um which was all right because the sun had come up already yeah so that made it kind of easier to set up most tents except for mine. Yeah, your tent was a little bit more difficult. Yeah, it was weird. It was a very odd tent, um, which ended up being not waterproof. And the air mattress didn't hold air. But, you know, well, we showed up. Yeah. So that was good. Uh, we stayed up 
quite late that night, wandering, finding yeah. more camping spots. And we then were deciding... looking around for camping spots. We're like, this one's not good enough. And then we walked around. <laughs> and we're like, this one's perfect. This one's exactly what we need. <laughs> we, will, we will just keep this one yeah. now. Thank you. And it turned out to be amazing. We were nice and close <clears throat> to downtown, but not like too close to where we have all the heavy traffic all the time, which was nice. And uh, in comparison to the bigger festivals, it's nice because you don't have to take all your things with you right away. Yeah. You're just like right at your car and yeah, it was great. It makes it uh, really easy to kind of go get something from downtown and then come back to your campsite instead of having to pack a party bag for the rest of the day. Yeah, it's not a 15 minute walk to your camp and... Like you said, it was close, but not too close. It was like the perfect location. And there was, it was also still open enough that people mm-hmm. felt that they could approach our camp and like have a conversation with us, which I feel like if you close off your camp too much that people just kind of naturally avoid it. Yeah. Because you're kind of putting out the message. It's like, hey, maybe don't bother us. Yeah. Whereas like we had nothing like that. <laughs> and we were right on the path. So yeah. it was nice because people that came in and out of downtown would kind of always pass by our tent. Yeah. So that was kind of nice. Yeah. Tent by our campsite. Yeah. That was really neat, neat to see. And then uh, I would say that we officially started our festival with that uh, fire ceremony on Thursday night. Yeah. That was really, really something. That was something else. I, uh, I used to live on Sutina Reservation with a uh, gentleman that practiced medicine and uh, so I used to go to sweat lodges every um, Sunday and then go to Sundance once a year. So I know a few things about ceremony. So I was a little <clears throat> nervous when I seen on the schedule that there was a fire ceremony. And then when we just kind of walked into it and uh, I seen a lovely older Caucasian man with a blanket, wear- wearing a blanket <laughs> yeah. as a as a poncho or something poncho, yeah. yeah literally i was like oh boy this is gonna be interesting and i judged i have to admit i totally judged the guy and i was like oh god this is gonna be good and yeah. then he started talking oh my that yeah. was something else there's definitely something like he's seen things i feel yeah. you know what i mean yeah. or he's experienced something yeah he that... brought something very else to that festival for all of us yeah there were about 20 people i'd say and uh, we prayed to all four directions, which was amazing. And then we prayed to Mother Earth, and then we create, pray, blah, 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 and then we prayed to Creator. And uh, just the things he had to say and the way it opened people up. I mean, you guys seen me. I was crying my eyes out. Yeah. Well, and even when they came behind you with the the bundle of either medicine or a pipe or whatever it was in there, and they, like, just rubbed it down your back, like, that sent tingle yeah goosebumps like it sent tingles down my spine i was like whoa that was something there was something to that like that wasn't just you know some superficial thing like there was something behind that yeah and honestly she did it twice to me and both times like shivers same it, it was it was really cool yeah it definitely sets this festival apart for just having that aspect in it i didn't actually realize that we were on a reservation I didn't either. Yeah, I didn't no. realize that until a couple of days ago, and I looked it up. And um, so I, from how I understand it, it it is uh, owned by 
the indigenous, um, but the land owns, one person owns that land and he rents the land out to the owner of Astral Harvest. Okay. Uh, which I both met, actually. Huh. I met the owner of the land and the owner of Astral Harvest. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. I met them at our friend Quinn's um, place there. Uh, they just hang out with him and their dog, Angie. <laughs> so being a dog trainer, uh, even at a music festival, I spent like two hours with this dog <laughs> just hanging out. <Yeah. clears throat> but that's something that I find that you don't see at other festivals, the ceremony part of it, the, yeah, you know, practicing ceremony and bringing that in. And there's definitely something to ritualizing things like that. Um, like I, said before in the first take that, <laughs> that did didn't not work. record <laughs> like i feel like it's a gathering of the tribes and like back in the day when you did have these gatherings there was that aspect you came together for the ceremony and the dance and the fun was just kind of a byproduct of the ceremony um and i feel like that's kind of what we're doing uh our global tribe is coming together to dance and to interact with each other and just you know get down to our roots and mm-hmm. regenerate essentially very is, much so yeah and it's so nice when people actually respect the matters of bringing other things in too with it you know when yeah. they respect the ceremony part of it and not just let's party yeah definitely um and there that was definitely present at astral harvest it's, hugely yeah Ooh, <laughs> Thanks, Jordy. <laughs> Jordy just brought us strawberries. From our garden. Oh. Yeah. That's why they're little and weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think my second favorite part was definitely right after ceremony. I don't think I've ever seen you guys be so happy. Like yeah. on Thursday night all four of you boys had the biggest smiles on your face. Jordy kept running. Yeah. <laughs> he did. <laughs> but like so happy. Yeah, he was very happy. Like the happiest running. toddler running ever. He was definitely frolicking. Yes. I, I, would, I, would, I would classify that as I would as classify frolicking. that as heavy frolicking, <laughs> yeah. yes. Yeah, that was very, very nice. And I feel like that is part because of the ceremony. It just like put such a positive spin on the beginning of the festival it really did it really did well we got to end our our festival in a but an amazing ceremony as well so yeah. saturday they had the butterfly ceremony which i had never heard of before but now it makes sense to me butterfly changes transformation mm. caterpillar yeah yada, yada. yeah definitely yeah it didn't at the time and i was like what does butterfly ceremony mean <laughs> so this ceremony was run by a woman that i th- believe was taught in hawaii because she was talking about hawaiian medicine and um we did not pray to the directions which is fine um but instead she just encouraged us all to find things we might need to forgive and handed us pieces of paper that we got to write names of people we might need to forgive or ourselves and then also in a tobacco offering and I just remember walking up she said that about three or four of us could go up to the fire at a time and thank the fire and do whatever we needed with it and um, I definitely took that opportunity right away and walked up to the fire and I just remember looking over at my boys and seeing you guys all smiling and opening up and then seeing Jesse have that moment. And just as Jesse was having quite the, quite the moment, let's just call it that, yeah. there's a rainbow behind his head. 
A the, full rainbow. The craziest rainbow that I have ever seen. A full rainbow. Never seen a rainbow like that. Like beginning to end yeah, rainbow. You could see where it started and where it ended and the full arc of it in the sky, which was just, it was beautiful. It was absolutely amazing. We all, there were about, like I said, not many of us, about seven of us. And then once we all noticed the rainbow, we kind of all had this moment of appreciation all together. And then um, on the other side, the heavens broke open into like this crazy red cloud sky. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Absolutely crazy. I don't think I've seen like a prettier sky in Canada, at no. least in my life. Like, yeah. That was phenomenal. That was absolutely amazing. And that was a nice... Because Saturday was like our last evening, so it was a nice start to our last evening. Definitely. It was a good kickoff to the the final evening and also like a good ending ceremony even Mm -hmm. because that was obviously our last ceremony that we did. And it was good that it was based on change and Mm -hmm. forgiveness and like what you appreciate in your life and stuff like that, Yeah, which was really cool. Yeah. Did you get something out of it, may I ask? Yes. Uh, definitely. I feel like it came maybe a little bit later. Um, I definitely had a little bit more of an emotional night that night. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was exactly what I needed. Nice. Yes. That's amazing to hear. And honestly, one of the people that I wrote down on the paper who needed forgiveness, I put myself. Nice. Good for you. I, I did too. I put that in the fire and I feel like I do forgive myself now or yeah. Yeah. It was definitely, it was an experience and it was a very positive experience even though it was that night was maybe filled with a little bit more emotion in the negative sense but mm-hmm. in the overall scheme of things it ended up being exactly what i needed at that time yeah so. i can understand that for sure yeah yeah that's a really big deal <clears throat> that's really awesome it was really really cool like i said it And it was kind of weird because the night before I was on cloud nine, like Mm -hmm. I woke up that day and I was still just smiling. You guys woke up and I was like, I just need to hug you guys because (laughs) I'm so happy right now. It's stopped raining. The sun is out. (laughs) Oh my God. Like (laughs) I was so happy that morning and it was going from that happiness to like, you know, knocking it down a few pegs to like, I was almost in tears, but it was a weird transition, but like I said, I feel like it was exactly what I needed at that time. Came out a butterfly? Yeah, I definitely did come out a butterfly. There you go. <laughs> I guess, you know, butterfly ceremony, that's the point of it. It so. sure is. Yeah. I think it did a lot for all of us. We've been all talking about ceremonies since. Yeah, we definitely have. Yeah. And trying to incorporate that more into our lives, for sure. Yeah. I've been arting a lot more, too, since. I definitely feel... Because every time I walked around astral, somebody was painting something or making something or saying something that meant something to them. It made me be so inspired. Definitely. Like, I feel like everybody was just their genuine selves at Astral Harvest. Whereas you go to other festivals that are bigger, it attracts more of a varied crowd where some people are there just to party. Some people Mm -hmm. don't actually get the whole thing behind festivals Mm -hmm. or whatever and i'm not you know trying to pass judgment on people but i just feel like that's the bigger festivals kind of attract that whereas astral harvest it being slightly smaller it just everybody was their genuine selves yeah 
I'd agree. I find, um, although I love seeing costumes and all that, um, I found there was less costumes and less signs and less camp names. Yeah. But it made it more honest. Yeah, totally. I I agree with you 100%. Yeah. And the costumes that were there were more honest as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like on Sat, I think it was Saturday afternoon, we got, um, no, Friday, I think it was Friday afternoon. Anyways, we were walking around and we were walking around downtown to the stages and there was yoga. And so yeah. we all started doing yoga. And uh, I remember I, I had a couple beers, so, you know, I was a little tipsy doing <laughs> yoga. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I'm in some position, downward dogging it or something, and I look over and there's four tire... Tyrannosaurus Rexes? Yeah, Tyrannosaurus Rexes. Yeah, <laughs> Doing yoga. <Yeah. laughs> like full on. Yeah. <laughs> full costumes, tiny hands and all. Yeah. And, and I, I, it took me a minute to wrap my head around it, but the way they were so honest about it, oh, yeah, you know, totally. they, they weren't in there to draw attention to themselves i feel like they were legitimately there to put a smile on my face oh definitely and like <laughs> doing you, yoga they weren't like hey look at me look at me they were just there doing and it they were like kind of in like they were standing all together and they were doing like moving exactly the same so it, was good. Just, it was really good it was yeah. really good seeing them was uh, something else yeah it was kind of funny actually while we were doing the yoga you could hear kids in the background and they were like oh man it's a tyrannosaurus rex <laughs> Get him! Get him. <laughs> you could just hear them like chasing around this dude in a T-Rex costume, which is it was kind of neat. And, That's like, cute. Funny to hear, at least. And it was actually different to see kids at festivals again. Yeah, that's something I hadn't seen since Europe. In Europe, we um, we uh, uh, how do I word this correctly? Uh, gypsy culture. There's no way to yeah. there's no way to word that correctly. Um, they do like to travel with the festivals, so a lot of times they're responsible for the foods and feeding people, or um, you know, custodial duties and stuff like that. Um, and they always bring their children because, of course, they just travel as a clan. And um, that's the last time I seen was transition in Spain in 2013 was the last time I seen a kid at a music festival. So yeah. that was interesting. Yeah, it it definitely was interesting. I remember the first, I think it was the first two years that I went to Shambhala, but they allowed kids at that time. Um, And they recently obviously have changed the rules to make it 19 plus. But uh, it is, it's interesting. And you kind of, I don't know. I feel like it would be an interesting environment to grow up in. You had a conversation with a parent there. I did, yes. And you asked them some questions. Yeah. I actually asked two parents. So I asked a gentleman that was frolicking every time I seen him in a fisherman's hat uh, without a shirt. And he would just frolic every time I seen him. And then I seen him once with a kid. So I had to walk up to him and I asked him, uh, excuse me, is that your child? And he was like, yes. And uh, he said that um, he really enjoys bringing his child because this way he doesn't have to mask his own personality and he gets to be himself while raising his child, which I totally agree with. Um, Because it's festival culture, I couldn't help but ask what happens if they see somebody who's maybe not having a great time. Yeah, definitely. um, Involving drugs and things, right? So he gave me an answer that I personally didn't like. And he said, uh, I just tell her, look, they're having a really good time. Yeah. Yeah. So that that sat a little 
funny with me. Let's just put yeah, it that way. I feel like you could even use that opportunity to kind of explain explain a little bit and, about psychedelics and things yeah. and transfer of thinking and anything, right? But um, and then the last, the next conversation I had was actually with a DJ, and that was DJ Martin Horger. <laughs> Funny that for a German girl, I have such a hard time saying his last name. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, and he is a dad and uh, he was telling me that his daughter is coming to LA. Uh, actually, I think it's today. It would be actually. And, um, that they were, um, thinking about bringing his kid to motion notion because that's where he's playing next. And his wife was joining. And, um, he said that he discussed it with his wife and they chose that a music festival was not a good environment for their kid. Hmm. Um, and they chose it upon that. They wouldn't have a good answer for people that might be too high. Um, and that they, he actually said something really interesting. Um, he said energy transfer. Okay. And uh, he was talking about energy transfer, especially if you have done psychedelics. Um, and he said how kids are so spongy and open oh, to yeah, sure. spiritual and energetic experiences. And that he thinks it might be too overwhelming for his child to I be in an environment like that because of how spongy they are. I could definitely see that. Yeah. And like kids are super, like most of the kids we saw were under six, would you say? Mm-hmm. There was a couple maybe yeah. in between the six to teenage years Not but many. most most of the kids were under six and honestly they're really susceptible at that mm-hmm. age they are just giant sponges and they're taking in everything all of the things so like yes a music festival could be a very positive environment for a child it could also be a very negative it environment. could also be yeah but i guess that's all up to the parents it is yeah yeah so speaking of martin hoger <laughs> 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 we kind of had an interesting experience with that whole thing. Oh my so, God, yeah. did we ever? Yeah, why don't you kind of tell, tell oh, the I listeners about that? Oh, I would love to. Um, probably the coolest thing, like from a cool factor, you know, when you're like, you get to like up your level of cool. <laughs> it's definitely on like a really high scale. Um, yeah. Cody has a friend named Aaron who dances for Legogue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, she happened to dance for Martin that night, and I seen it on the schedule. So when I seen her on Saturday afternoon, I said, hey, uh, um, blah, blah, looks like you're dancing for Martin. I'm like, he's from Germany, and so am I. I'm from Munich, and he's from Stuttgart, so that's about an hour and a half away from each other. And um, funny enough, I grew up in Germany in uh, the 90s, so like good old rave age. <laughs> and uh, before leaving Germany to move to Canada, I went to uh, a rave, which is what is used to be called, suckers <laughs> and lollipops and oots, oots, oots. <laughs> and I went and seen Martin, and he was just a young buck himself and uh, all raved out yeah. in his big pants with like strings everywhere. And I seen him play. So it was kind of really a, a big deal and very important for me to see him. Yeah, I can see that. I don't even know why, but it was like, I must speak German to this man. So we went and watched his set. Halfway through the set, uh, most of the boys left, and it was just Cody and I. And um, after the set, I decided that I was going to go to the back of the stage where there were, uh, like, porter potties and stuff. And I was like, maybe somebody will 
have to go to the bathroom. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, luckily enough, uh, Aaron did. So I actually ran into Aaron, who then got caught up in a conversation with Jordi and Cody. Um, so I kind of lost my chance of asking her to meet Martin. But then I noticed a gentleman that serves me at a restaurant that I live in in Calgary. And I'm like, hey, guy who gets me drunk on a regular basis, how's it going? And he's like, hey, girl, I have no idea who you are. And so we started talking and I'm like, looks like you just came from backstage. And he's like, yeah, do you want to come? And I was like, um, yeah, I want to speak German to Martin. So he took me backstage and I got to meet Martin. And just as I'm having a conversation with him, I turn around and there's Cody <laughs> <laughs> and Jordy also. So they snuck in there with me, which was great. Um, and so I was talking to Martin and I was like, hey, I'm from Germany. And he's like, me too. And uh, we talked a bit about my dog who has a German name. And then I told him how I seen him at the show in 1999. And he's like, was it at the Kraftwerk? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, I remember that show. And I was like, I kind of also do, maybe. Because <laughs> I was 19. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Um, so we had a really great moment speaking German. And um, he offered me a beer, which was a Heineken. And I'm like, oh, I'll take it. Thank you. <laughs> I guess. Um, but now we're backstage. So the greatest part, I think, was um, we're standing there and I'm having a conversation with this guy who's huge and we're just talking German normally he's telling me about his family and um and there was this little step where the actual DJs were playing so by this point ski tour had come on oh ski tour so good <laughs> <laughs> and um I unfortunately I don't remember their names I think one of the guys names is Ryan or something whatever <laughs> anyways he's telling me about them as well because he's really good friends with them and he says to me he's like why don't you go step up onto the step and go right in between the two and go look over the crowd so if you were one of those people dancing to ski tour I seen you <laughs> from a DJ's point of view how cool is that <laughs> yeah it was like really cool just like being back like I didn't like I was just like up against the wall in the back and I was like oh man like this is crazy like and you can like the walls shaking and like there's all the dancers and just all the other backs and like it's just was a really neat experience yeah like, apparently there were like two other DJs that were pretty huge that had been playing before Martin or after Ski Tour and I had I don't know I'm yeah I'm not groupy enough for that. <laughs> I think I had an entire conversation with Dave King, Long Walk, Short Dog, and my first Shambhalan. I had no idea who it was. And then he played, and I'm like, you're my god. <laughs> oh, shit, I just talked to you for like an hour. <laughs> god, I could have gotten naked or something at least. Jesus. So that was probably um, one of the coolest, coolest things. I, I must admit, I did write him on Facebook and was like, thank you for the beer and the hangs. Yeah. <laughs> and be my friend. He has not accepted my friend request yet. <laughs> so Martin, like, so if, Martin, you, if you listen to this listening. podcast, you obviously do. It's a pretty big deal. Yes. Uh, and check out travelingforlife.com. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, get on it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually still debating to maybe go to Motion Notion. And if I do, I will definitely go see him again. Yeah? Yeah. And speak more German to him. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so the people in general at Astral Harvest, what was your kind of like vibe from them? I must say, and this is going to be probably the most frank way I can put it, but the best experience impression I got um, very put together 
Definitely. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah. I found that there were many people who were um, professionals that weren't necessarily... I'm letting my freak flag fly hard in a way that's forbidden, but rather people were honest with themselves. Yeah. And they were like, I'm letting my freak flag fly in a responsible way. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I know my limits. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like I liked, you know, I like not, um, like last year at Chambala, I must admit, I seen a lot of people, um, in, in medical emergencies. Yeah. And that was um, hard for me, especially being an empath and somebody who um, spiritually and energetically sucks sponges people's things yeah. up. Yeah. Um, I found myself at Astral being more open to staying open, yeah, if that sure. makes sense. Yeah, I get it. Um, and, uh, and like you said earlier, being able to keep a connection. Yeah, definitely. Like... If you did connect with somebody at Astral, like you, you there's the chances where you were going to see them again yeah. throughout the weekend, and even if, even if you didn't, I feel like you made a deep enough connection with those people at Astral that you might go and look them up on Facebook, yeah. or you might try and reach out to them again. Which, at something like as big as Shambhala, it doesn't necessarily always happen. Exactly. Yeah. It's more like, like I'm just hey how's it going like cool we're both partying. Yeah. Woo, we're both having fun, but I'm never going to see you again. Exactly. Like even for. Um, I guess in comparison on Saturday night when I was dancing, um, for Martin, I would say I was like dancing hard. (laughs) Um, there was a, an adorably cute little soul in front of me dancing and she was having the time of her life and her whole energy about her was just, I, I couldn't even help myself. I had to walk up to her and I was like, Hey, and she was like, Hey, dance with me. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and we literally danced maybe for 45 minutes together and, and shared a cute little kiss. And, um, and she did write on my arm. She had a little Sharpie with her and she was like, rocket with two T's, um, <laughs> look me up on Facebook. And I did. And, uh, I added her and it was a, it was a very nice thing. And it was a very uh, natural and organic thing, yeah, you know, definitely. which I can say I have found at other festivals. Yeah. Like, I feel like almost like nothing against Shambhala because I love Shambhala. Oh, absolutely. And, but I feel like half the people are completely genuine yeah. in the way that they are acting. But the other half maybe are only acting that way because they feel like that's how they should be acting yes. at a festival, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Like... It's a good stepping stone. Yes. Whereas at Astral Harvest, I feel like everybody was, like I said before, completely genuine. Um, If somebody came up to give you a compliment, it just put a huge smile on your face because you knew that they meant it. Exactly. It wasn't, they weren't saying it because it was something that they felt like they had to say. Yeah. They were saying it because they really meant it, which was like really cool. I actually had one of the nicest things said to me at Astral Harvest that I've probably ever had said to me um i i must admit i am definitely somebody who looks um to give somebody honest compliments yeah i enjoy it um so like the gentleman that was walking by our camp on thursday the first time i seen him um he looked like a bear and from far away i was like you have the nicest eyes <laughs> and i couldn't wait to actually have him close to me to tell him yeah. and when i did he he was uh, probably not used to getting compliments. So he, he got really shy and awkward about it. And so I just walked away. But anyways, on the same day, um, 
on Friday where I finally ran into Bear Man with great eyes and I got to give him his compliment. Um, I was walking to downtown by myself and um, this guy comes up to me that I had only met on Thursday morning when I went to go to the porter potties of all things. <laughs> and he um, smiled at me and he went, um, happy harvest. And I was like, yeah, you too, man. And that's it. That's the only interaction we had. And then on Friday, I ran into him on, as I was saying, on my way to downtown on the path. And he walks up to me and he goes, stop. And I go, hey. And he's like, you're at that camp with the guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, I seen you yesterday um, on our way to the porta potties. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, you have the greatest smile that I have probably have ever seen. And I cannot, I couldn't wait to run into you again this festival. <laughs> wow, that's so nice. <laughs> yeah. When he said that to me, I was like, ah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's like, There's a lot of great smiles at that festival. It so, was. Like, that's yes. a huge compliment. Yes. That's one of the things, too, is you make eye contact with somebody instead of the natural reaction being to look away. <laughs> yes. It's just to give you a big smile. And you're like, oh, man, this doesn't happen often in real life. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, what would you say would be, uh, talking about costumes, what would you think, besides the, the dinosaurs, was your, like, favorite dress-up that you've seen? Um, the dinosaurs were definitely like some of the tops, but, uh, I really like group costumes. So like when people put effort into doing a group thing, I find that pretty admirable because mm -hmm. I know that our group could never put in that sort of effort <laughs> no. to do a group. Three of us would show up. Yeah. It'd be like... <laughs> Three of us would be in costume, and then like the other six would be like, "What? Oh shit, oh, we were we doing forgot. that today." I thought you guys were joking. Like, <laughs> that's very true. So I did see yes. like a couple of cool group costumes. I saw some dudes who were all like discoed out Neat. in like jumpers, and like they had the froze, and that's like, cool. I, I kind of dug that. And there was also this guy there who was, uh, I think he was one of the performers actually, because I saw him up on stage a couple of times. But he just had these like really giant like swords and stuff like fantasy swords. I've seen that swords. guy yeah. yes I've seen that he would swing them around they yeah. looked really heavy yeah that was I just thought that was really cool because like those obviously took a lot of effort to make yes and it was it's cool that he does that you know right like <laughs> yeah for those of you that had been to Astral Harvest and for those of you that haven't you will see it on their Facebook page if you um, feel like checking that out uh, the photos were actually posted today and I found a photo of you guys yeah. I don't think have you I, looked I, at I it okay. that, yeah. um, anyways um, there's a photo of a young girl immensely beautiful young woman and she had um, made herself an owl costume oh, out wow. of feathers. Oh, yeah, I remember that Yes, girl. remember oh, I ran yeah. up to her and I was like, you're amazing. Yeah, that was a beautiful costume. Oh, my God, she was like, I, it must have taken, unless she bought it, which I can't see, that you would buy something and then wear it I think she looked like she was wearing it with too much pride yeah, that that no, was bought. Totally. Like that on it. That looked oh, that was amazing. Sure. That was she, an amazing oh, costume. She had like two fans of these like beige feathers that she would f like flap in front of her. And then her whole face was a mask of white feathers with a cute little owl beak. Ugh, amazing. Yeah, that was an amazing costume yeah. for sure. It definitely showed like the art part of art and music festival. Yeah, which I felt like people were honestly a little bit more committed to 
there was definitely a lot of art and a lot of self-expression and stuff like that, which I found, I really dug. And yeah. like the overall vibe was just amazing. I don't think I've learned so much about myself at any other festival other than National Harvest. I can say that as well, especially with plans going wrong on Friday. Yeah. You know, being being in a tent for a long time when you don't want to be. Yeah. When you'd rather be outside, but then being stuck in a tent with, like, your four best friends is pretty rad. It was good. And um, I definitely... The festival, I must say, for me, being... Um, you know, married lady that went there without her husband and instead with four rad dudes. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Um, Was very freeing. It was a very freeing experience for me. Um, I got got to be lucky because my husband appreciates me for me, which means a lot of times don't be around me. <laughs> don't be a couple with me. Yeah. And let me do my things. Yeah. Um, so being there without family, that's, you know, that family. But being with you guys, that's that family was yeah. really something else. I, I would agree. It, like, you guys definitely made the festival. It was just nice hanging out with you guys in that setting and us just all being so open Mm -hmm. with each other. Like I told you guys things that weekend that I haven't told my bestest of girls. Yeah. Oh, same here. Like I, all, all of my cards were revealed that weekend for sure. Yeah. Like, I mean, we didn't even leave camp on Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) We couldn't. Uh, We were just sitting, drinking beer and tequila and hanging out and talking about everything yeah i don't think we left until like the afternoon and like yeah we yeah. finished off the tequila right? in the morning <laughs> oh god <laughs> i bought that for the weekend yeah yeah that didn't work i think we finished most of our booze that day i actually. think so too yeah. <laughs> and then we discovered that there was a river after all yeah there is a river it's pretty cool like it's pretty fast flowing <laughs> it is and and a little orange yeah um, it was definitely a little orange like, but what is that um uh, what is that stuff? Is that like uh, silt? Mud? Yeah, I don't know. Lime. That's the word I was okay. thinking. No, lime is gray. Never yeah. mind. Yeah, it was cool though. Like they kind of had a little. I guess it was a gorilla stage yes. or a renegade stage or whatever you want to call it. But it wasn't a stage that was actually put on by the festival. It was somebody just doing their own thing, and it was down by the river. And I found that really cool. I found that really cool. Yeah. What they did, too, is they strung up um, some strings in between trees, and then they hung up umbrellas. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw yeah, that. And yeah, and that was, like, the roof of the stage. Yeah. Just <laughs> rows of umbrellas, all different ones. It was really neat. Yeah, it was. It yeah. was really neat. The stages, I must say, for being such a small festival. I was really impressed, yeah. Yeah, five of them? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was crazy. And, like, the main stages, for sure, were quite the production. Like yes. Like, the Interstellar Vader, or yes. whatever it was called, that was, like, they had lasers, and, like, you go there at night, and you're like, oh, man, the video mapping on this is, like, top-notch. Yeah, and Waka Chan as well. It was, like, almost a little mini village. It was, actually. Yeah. It was exactly like a mini village, which was really interesting, I found. Yeah. I actually talked to a gentleman that uh, helped build the stages, the days before we got there and he was helping build the Waukeshaan 
Uh, Waka Chan. (laughs) 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 Names isn't my forte, as you can tell. Um, And uh, anyways, he was saying that um, it's, it's the same concept. So each stage is kind of owned by somebody oh, okay like by a group of people so like at shambhala exactly. each stage is put on by different yeah. people yeah that's cool yeah i feel like if you're gonna like almost that's how you should do it because in each stage has its own unique vibe to exactly it. would you go to astral again yes i definitely would i would definitely go to astral again i would de- i would go to astral again over something even like shambhala or I personally must say, and this is not a diss towards you, Shambhala, because you've done many things for me, and God, yeah. do I love you. I, but same. I'm good for now. Yeah, same. Like I'm I'd, absolutely good for now. I don't need to be around uh, 25,000 people. 15,000. Sure. 15,000 <laughs> people. I'd rather be around three. Yeah, no, totally. And like, Thousand, um, not three people. That would be weird. <laughs> that would be great. That'd actually be kind of rad. Yeah. Just three of you. One of you is the DJ, so yeah. it really it leaves two. <laughs> well, and that's like, just a Friday night at this house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyways. Um, uh, and like, honestly, I've been to Shambhala five years in a row. So like, obviously, I like it. And yes. it is still, it holds a special place in my heart for sure. But it is nice just to get down to kind of like the grassroots yeah. of the festivals. And I found there was more to do. Yeah, definitely. You know, like there were all those workshops. I attended a couple of the art workshops. One I left because there were too many kids and they were just, the girl was actually leading a fairly serious art workshop. And and uh, I'm unfortunately not the biggest fan of being around children just because I don't know how to communicate to them and if I'm serious and I just want to like do this then I have a hard time with their like happy fun frolicking yeah, and I'm like yeah, can noise. we just be serious yeah it's like guys, serious things are happening <laughs> exactly <right now. laughs> so I left because that was a little annoying and then the other one I got rained out yeah just as we were starting to all draw we got rained out um but I just found it nice to have something other to do than party yeah 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 and they also like offered a lot of they offered yoga morning afternoon, afternoon and evening, evening which yeah. was cool instead was of great. just in the morning and and there were a lot of people there actually practicing yeah oh for sure like the entire stage yeah. of the main stage area was like taken up by yeah. people doing yoga mm-hmm. in the evening as well which was kind of interesting like, even the toy people i found um so by the toy people i mean the hula hoopers the poi yeah. people the fire staff yeah. the flow toys the flow toys exactly yeah. um i found even they were more present for sure as in they were actually practicing yeah they even had workshops for all those things as exactly well. like they yeah had a hooping workshop yeah you're like, right which was kind of cool there was and, even a fire workshop which yeah. is like really surprising yeah because a lot is, of times... That's another thing about this festival. You can have fire, which yes, is awesome. <laughs> which is great. At your campsite. Yeah. Although we never did, but... Me and Jesse had one oh, fire. Nice. Good for you. <laughs> to burn our garbage. Yeah. So it was actually kind of interesting. As we were having the fire on that night, it was getting kind of cold out, but three or four separate people in the span of like half an hour, just like came up to our fire and was like, thank you guys so much. This is so warm and Aww. like nice. And we were like, yeah, no problem. Nice, like, that's awesome. Yeah. They're like, I was just really attracted to the warmth right now. <laughs> yes. And is it cool if I just hang out here for a little bit? We're like, yeah, sure, it's not a problem. Like, I've seen the coolest thing on Sunday that just reminded me of that. No, sorry, Saturday. As I was walking around our campsite about 
three camps after our camp, there was this note on the ground left on a, a piece of cardboard, and um, it had a big arrow to the left uh, pointing to a motorhome. And it said, today is really hot. If you need some, if you need to cool down, please come chill out <laughs> in our AC yeah. camper or something. And they literally had their camper open because um, one girl had just exited. And I said to her, I'm like, oh, are you the owner? And she's like, no, I just went in there to cool down. I'm like having a heat stroke. And I was like, oh, that's so nice that they let you in there. Are they nice people? And she's like, they weren't in there. I just had like two hour nap in their camper. <laughs> so whoever you are. You're amazing. You yeah. left your camper open for people and you left your AC running for people on a very hot day. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, even though it rained, like when the sun was out, oh, holy It crap. was out. It was hot. Yes. Like, wow. Ugh, standing in line for breakfast was not okay. No, no, definitely not. No. Bring but, a stove and bring food. Yeah, definitely. It It yeah. is better. It's better. <laughs> it's It's better. Yeah. But like on that note too, like I've heard a couple of stories about people doing things like that for people. Like I heard a story of this guy, he saw a girl and she was like crying in a mud puddle essentially. And he kind of like went over to her and like picked her up and like made sure she was okay. And then took her back to his camp, put her all in like nice dry, warm clothing and just like let her sleep in his tent as he went back out to party and stuff. And just like stuff like that, like people taking care of each other and looking out for each other. Exactly. It's like, that's what it's all about. Like, yeah. <laughs> and even though it wasn't advertised um, heavily, nor were there many lineups, but it was great to still see a harm reduction town. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. Definitely. Yeah. That's... I was worried about it being a smaller festival and it not being there because that's one thing I do really appreciate at um, the bigger festivals that they make sure that the people that want to can party safe. Yeah. And uh, I, because it wasn't advertised, I wasn't sure. And when I seen the harm reduction tent, it was really great. And then the other thing that was also, I guess, never mind. I was going to say it was really great to see it not be busy, but that's that I shouldn't say that because yeah. <laughs> that means people didn't get their te- drugs tested as much as they should have. So never mind. Yeah. Uh. But it, it, it was just also nice to see people like being responsible. Yes, like, very much so. I think maybe I saw two incidents where like maybe people were a little like partying a little too hard but i didn't see rage no which is nice yeah like it like like maybe it's just because bigger festivals more people Mm -hmm. it's gonna happen more often but like you see things at other festivals and you see people being like escorted by security and stuff like that and they're all like flipping out and it's just like not it's just not fun to see that. No. Or like when people do, and do, then you worry about them. Yeah, you can't exactly. Help it. Exactly, because it's just not fun to see people in that state. Like yeah. you want everybody to be having a good time, yeah. and like you just need to party responsibly, know your limits, don't make certain things. Exactly. Like, yeah, I feel like that was definitely very uh, um, present. Definitely, like people were just out there. Like obviously, there was drug use. It was yeah. a music festival. Of course. Like if you. If you don't think there's drug use at a music festival, you are a very naive individual. <laughs> yes. Like, yes. there's always going to be that. There's going to be that. But it wasn't what it was about at Astro, which no, is nice. exactly. Whereas at like, I I hate to I keep know, bringing right? up Shamala, but like, it's, I feel bad. I yeah, feel like guilty I for love saying it so it. much. But like, some people go to Shambhala, it seems just to get fucked up. Thank you. That's and exactly what it what I find as well. That's where we were talking about the fifty fifty, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's like. 
50% of people are there for Shambhala. 50% of people are there because it's a party and they can get fucked up. Yeah. And super fucked up yeah, for like four totally. days. And, and see like, sticky buds and... Yeah, exactly. Which is awesome. And like, yeah. Sha- like I said, Shambhala, awesome, great. Yeah. Just, again, maybe because it's a bigger festival, it's more prevalent. Yeah. Know? I think it's just it changes your perspective a little bit when you go to the smaller ones, which yeah. does make the bigger ones bad. It just makes it a completely different thing. It makes it a different experience. Exactly. Like when people, I've had the question posed to me, like, so do you prefer Astral over Shambhala? And I can't really answer that. Like, no, I don't prefer one over the other. Yeah. Um, Cause they're completely different. Yeah. I'd agree. Which yeah. is like, obviously like I like the environment of Astral a lot better, but Shambhala, like I said, it's just, has that intangible factor to it, does, it yes. that is always And you do have awesome. 15,000 people on a high. If exactly. it's a chemical high or a happy high, and that's a vibe that, that you can't beat exactly. and that you can't not suck in and feel amazing about. Yeah. Absolutely, for sure. Um, I would, like, yeah, I would hate to compare it badly because you can't. It's, it's a it, totally different it, thing. They're different things, exactly. Yeah. Any negative experiences at the festival? Hmm. I didn't get grabbed, which is nice, which I can't actually say I've ever been at a music festival, so now I don't know why I brought that up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Honestly, no. Um, I still struggle with that gentleman's answer to the what do you say with your kids thing. Um, uh, That's the only thing that bothered me, like legitimately for like... 10 seconds, I was like, ugh, that was a weird answer. All right, I'm over it. Let's party. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and the rain, I regret not bringing my rain boots. Definitely. Because if I would have had my rain boots, I would have left the tent on Friday. Yeah. Um, so I do feel like there was like a solid 24 hours that I missed out for festivaling. I can see that. Yeah, but no. How about you? Um, Even though like the Saturday was a little bit... It, w- it wasn't negative. It was just emotional. It wasn't even a negative experience. So, no, that wasn't bad. <laughs> Ooh, sorry, I revoked that statement. Waking up on Sunday morning to half of our camp being gone oh, yeah. sucked. <laughs> yes, Tom and Jesse decided that they needed to leave, and apparently they waited for us for four hours. <laughs> but anyways, um, Jordy, Cody, and I woke up to our friends being gone. Their tents yeah. packed up and their car gone. And, and for me, that was probably the only negative experience because we started the festival together and then we had that powerful ceremony and then being left with just the three of us group hugging, ending the festival felt weird for me. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I can also see like if they did wait for four hours, then (laughs) we, I honestly, like we didn't even leave the festival until like. 12 30 i think mm-hmm. and i didn't think that we slept i thought it was like eight when i, I woke know, up me but too. it was like 11 i guess I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah so uh, not even that that was negative no but it's just, it's just like, it was unexpected exactly and it was unfortunate to not end the festival with all five of us together yeah and honest like the only negative thing that i would have to say is i should have brought rubber boots as well because right? i did go out on that friday night <laughs> and i went out in my sandals oh, God. And my feet were so cold and so oh, destroyed when I got back in my tent. I just like wrapped a towel around my feet and I went to bed. <laughs> like, yeah, that sounds about right. But oh man, and 
Didn't even have shoes because I left my shoes out on the first day in the rain and they got you completely did. soaked. Yes, you did do that. <laughs> so I had to deal with all of the rain in either my bare feet or sandals, which wasn't terrible, but it made for cold feet. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. My feet were pretty destroyed when I got back. <laughs> yeah. My feet took a couple of days to clean up after, for yeah. sure. Like, even looking at my feet now, I don't think they're entirely clean. No, I think so. there's still some crevices of harvest in there. Which, yeah. okay. <laughs> um, I must thank you guys. Um, like, you four boys uh, for taking me on that weekend. Um, I'm very happy I made the decision to come. And... Uh, Festival or not, Astral Harvest being amazing or not, that was probably one of the coolest spiritual, emotional experiences I've had with a group of friends. Nice. I would say something similar as well. It was a very good time, and I'm glad that you made the decision to come because you added a whole other element to the group i would say yeah you guys would have like volunteered yeah (laughs) (laughs) like done your job no you still wouldn't have that was not on me no that Um, definitely wasn't on you that was entirely but you guys would have like picked on tom the whole weekend yeah like i don't know played magic or something (laughs) (laughs) quite possibly i don't know (laughs) i'm happy i came i'm happy we got to experience that yeah it was a like one of the greatest weekends that I have had. So, and thank you for letting me come talk about it. Yeah, that's fine. Thank you for talking about it. Obviously, like I really appreciate this. <laughs> we should have another something. Yeah, for sure. Like you've been a lot of places and everything. So. Oh yeah, we could have a European music festival podcast. Yeah, I can tell you about transition in Spain. <laughs> oh boy. Oh the stories. Uh, oh the stories. How would you compare Ashley Harvest to European festivals? Just real quick. How would, um, well, very similar, actually, I must say. Um, European festivals tend to be a a lot cheaper. Um, It was only 50 euros for four days in Spain. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. That was really cheap. And food doesn't take very long at all because they actually build kitchens. They don't bring food trucks. They build full-on little kitchens, which is great. Um, Feeling-wise, I would say it was very um, European-y because it's small and you would have all the workshops and the yoga, which is something that's big in Europe, and then food, of course. (laughs) They always got to eat, especially in Spain. And uh, the only thing, I guess... Which is fun in Europe is you can you can like get something to eat at like midnight because Spaniards love to eat late. <laughs> nice. Whereas here at Astral, it's like if you're hungry at midnight, I think you're screwed. Yeah, you have an apple. <laughs> yes, a shitty apple. Yeah, no, what did apples. I call it? Yeah, crappy apples. Shitty apples. <laughs> shitty apples. <laughs> um, but uh, I felt I felt more at home uh, at Astral than I have at any other music festival, just home as in Europe. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Um, Do you have any closing thoughts before we wrap this up? I hope that maybe one day I get to be an artist at Astral. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) That's it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for being on the podcast. Yay. Awesome.